And today, I must announce further measures for the parts of the North East where we introduced local action a fortnight ago. Unfortunately, the number of cases continues to rise sharply. The incident rate across the area is now over 100 cases per 100,000. We know that a large number of these infections are taking place in indoor settings outside the home. And so, at the request of the local councils, with whom we've been working closely, we will introduce legal restrictions on indoor mixing between households in any setting. Hello and welcome to this podcast produced by the Northern Region of the University and College Union. In this podcast, we're looking in particular at face coverings in FE colleges. Now, we're recording this at the start of October after the government has introduced more local restrictions in certain parts of the North East. Those restrictions some politicians find difficult to understand and explain to others, but in this episode we look in particular at the World Health Organization advice, as well as what the government guidance is about face coverings in FE colleges. A bit later on we're talking to Joyce McAndrew, and her experience of the work that she's done with a number of colleges across the region. But the Prime Minister got into a bit of a muddle when asked to explain what his new laws actually were. In the North East and other areas where uh, extra uh, tight measures have been brought in, you should follow the guidance of of, uh, of local authorities, uh, uh, but uh, it's, it's, uh, it's six in, in, in a home or six in, in hospitality, but uh, as I understand it, not six outside. Thanks very much for joining us on the podcast, Joyce. How are you doing? I'm fine, thanks, John. Great, great. And I know that you've been doing a lot of work on face coverings in FE colleges and whether they are being worn in communal areas. And I know that you've asked a number of colleges in the region, or the union reps in a number of colleges in the region, what the college management are requiring staff and students to do, whether they are requiring them to wear face coverings in communal areas, or whether it's a recommendation about wearing them and wearing them in communal areas, or if it's just an optional thing that they're that they're asking people to do so what what have you found when you've been speaking to our union reps well i've had responses now from 12 institutions and that's just in a couple of days and they have all said that their college management are now requiring staff students and visitors um in the colleges to wear face coverings in communal areas and obviously some of those colleges are in the northeast of the country and are part of the local lockdown restrictions. So is it just those colleges in that area or is it more broader than that? It's not, it's not just the, the, the colleges in the, the, the lockdown areas. Um, until, until today, Teesside wasn't included and I've had responses from colleges in Teesside where they are requiring um, face coverings. And again, in Cumbria, colleges in Cumbria, um, so it's not just where we have the local lockdowns. Um, college managements have decided that, you know, this is probably a sensible thing to do, which, of course, the union agrees with. Um, and um, it's, you know, it, it's good to see that they are using their discretion um, and, and following what is uh, the World Health 
organisation advice on face coverings for um, students and over a particular age and, and all adults. In light of evolving evidence, WHO advises that governments should encourage the general public to wear masks where there is widespread transmission and physical distancing is difficult, such as on public transport, in shops, or in other confined or crowded environments. Now, there are certain situations where people are exempt from wearing face coverings, which are detailed on the gov.uk website. We asked Joyce about how some colleges were dealing with this issue. I've had a number of responses where um, the reps have talked about how it's made clear that people don't need to to, to wear um face coverings and that you know something as simple as a, a symbol on their their student badge to indicate that they're not required to, to to wear a face covering so that's really helpful because i think then then you know people won't challenge them um because the important thing is to to make sure that everybody is is complying if this is good for everybody then everybody needs to comply but clearly there are some people who can't wear face coverings um, so it's good that it's clear so that they're not being um, challenged in any way. And that's the case for staff and students, I guess, that they will have particular exemptions for that. Yes, that's that. It, it could be anybody and it could be for a variety of reasons. We hope that you're enjoying listening to this episode of the podcast. And please don't forget to like, favourite, follow or subscribe to these podcasts in whichever podcast app you use please also share and tell others about this podcast you can find us simply by searching ucu northern region in pretty much any podcast app we're available on apple podcasts google podcasts spotify overcast and much more thanks for listening to this episode now on with the rest of the show. We're talking in this podcast to Joyce McAndrew about her experience of dealing with further education colleges and the wearing of face coverings in communal areas, which the vast majority of institutions in the further education sector in the region have introduced. I'm just looking at the guidance here for the northeast of England, where there are local restrictions, and there's a section on schools and colleges and face coverings. And in this section, it says that in education settings where pupils and students in year seven and above are educated, face coverings should be worn by staff, visitors, and pupils and students when moving around in corridors and communal areas where social distancing is difficult to maintain. It's not necessary to wear face coverings in the classroom where protective measures already mean the risks are lower and they may inhibit teaching and learning. And I know one of the issues that you're concerned about, Joyce, in the discussions that you've been having with various college management is about the communal areas where the assumption is that people are able to social distance 
What's your experience of that? Well, I I I think um, the 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 problem with communal areas is that you know people are likely to congregate. It's it's you know we're we're human beings and naturally you know we want to talk to our friends um, and uh, the 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 wearing of a face covering, whilst it does give you some protection, it's more the protection that you give to other people. If you unfortunately have the, the the virus, wearing a face covering might stop you from spreading it to others. Um, and of course, you know the 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 spread is by droplets, and you know that that's more likely if people are talking, and certainly if people are shouting, um, which you can imagine in some communal areas, voices are raised be, just so that you can hear each other. So, um, you know, it, it is it's difficult to maintain that that social distancing um, and, you know, where we're, you know, likely to be drawn to 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 one another and, and want to chat. Um, and it's just sort of having this additional measure that, um, you know, uh, gives people more protection. That's great. Thanks very much, Joyce. And thanks again for coming on the podcast. Well, thanks. Thanks for giving us the opportunity. So what does the government guidance say about the wearing of face coverings in FE colleges? New guidance sets out that in areas of the country with high transmission rates and subject to local restrictions, staff and pupils in year seven and above including staff and learners at FE colleges and other providers, should wear face coverings in corridors and communal areas where social distancing cannot be maintained. The guidance goes on to say that all schools and colleges are given the discretion to ask staff, pupils and learners in Year 7 and above to wear face coverings in the same situations, if they believe that is right in their particular circumstances. This may be the case where the layout of a college makes it particularly difficult to socially distance while young people and staff are moving around between lessons. Thanks for listening to this podcast produced by the Northern Region of the University and College Union. With the largest post-school union in the world covering universities, colleges, prisons, adult education and other post-16 training providers. Our membership is around 120,000 of people working in those sectors and you can join UCU by going to ucu.org.uk slash join. Thanks for listening to our podcast and don't forget you can also follow us on Twitter at UCU Northern. Thanks now. <laughs>